The Gospel Shaped Home Podcast is a family discipleship resource from Providence Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina that aims to equip you and your family to be on mission with God to the end of the street and the ends of the earth. Welcome back. I'm Andy Owens, pastor of Family Discipleship here at Providence, and I am once again joined by Brian Nelson. Brian, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Glad you're here. Uh, Today, we're talking about chapter five of Paul Tripp's book, Parenting, and it's called Identity. Mm. He starts out, he says, if you are not resting as a parent in your identity in Christ, you will look for identity in your children. And over on page 75, he he expands that idea a little bit. He, He says, we're all really asking these two crucial fundamental questions. Who am I and where do I get meaning and purpose for my life? And he says, the way we answer these questions will determine how we speak and act toward our kids. So he says there's only two options, vertical, horizontal. What's he mean, Brian? Yeah, so vertical, I mean, it is what it sounds like, uh, that uh, one of the ways that we find our identity is to look up. And uh, this is the right way, right? We'll go ahead and look up to the clouds. Look up to the clouds. No, look up to the God who made us, right? To find our identity in Christ, to root ourselves in who he is and who he's called us to be. His love and acceptance in Christ, his forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have to rest in the fact that we are his children. And, you know, this isn't unique to Paul Tripp. Paul the Apostle says in Ephesians 5, verse 1, says, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. Right? We have to remember who we are, God's beloved children, if we're going to live like God wants us to live, imitators of him. Yeah. And, you know, he highlights Second Peter here. I love this passage. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. He's granted these great and precious yeah. promises. Like he wraps it all up in this, the, the gospel, the good news of knowing God in Christ provides for us everything we need to do everything that we have been made to do and are called to do and are called to do that's right and it is it's worth saying this we have to remember and be in a sense growing in our knowledge of the god of the bible this isn't just a law-giving thundering demanding slave-driving vision of god that will shape our parenting the right way i mean that will shape it it'll (laughs) shape it the wrong way it's remembering the god of grace the god and father of our lord jesus christ he says middle of page 76 because god loves you. Mm. He hasn't left you to your own wisdom, strength, and resources. Because he loves you, he will never forsake you in your parenting struggle. He's with us. He provides, and we can trust him. But we don't always, and we don't always uh, answer those questions. Who am I? What is my meaning and purpose in life? Vertically, right? When we do it horizontally, we're looking to Anything else anything that is else. not God, right? Any created thing. Work. Uh, I mean, our skills, our children. Children's success. Yeah, right? Children's behavior. That's right. Children's obedience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, to be clear, our kids are a gift from God. They are a blessing from God. Uh, but every one of God's good gifts and blessings are meant to be in a sense, signpost pointing us to him, the ultimate gift. And when we 
place expectations on them that they weren't meant to fulfill, meant to bear. It's a crushing burden to them, and it's mm. only going to lead to disappointment for us, mm. right? They, they're, they're not going to give us, the, they're not going to fill up that void and, and give us a sense of identity and purpose in life that we long for. Um, yeah. You know, he, he says, uh, middle of page 77, he says three things. One, it's natural, right? We can all do it. Two, looking to your kids is a miserable place to look for identity. Um, they're lost, rebellious, foolish, blind, selfish, and uh, just like all of us. And so they're not thinking about satisfying us. They're not right. looking at us and thinking, right. how can I make you feel good about yourself? Mm-hmm. And third, uh, it's a crushing burden for them uh, mm. to, to, to bear that load. So um, any other thoughts there about just what, why things go haywire, why things go wrong when we try to get too much of our meaning and purpose from our, chi- our children? Well, I mean, I think it's like anything else in life that um, when, we, when we seek things that were created to fulfill what only the creator can provide, um, we, we actually aim our gaze for the lesser. And so we settle on our identity being in something that, that, that our vision falls short of what it was meant to be, which is why he pushes us vertical, right? That's right. Okay, so he, he says, parents, your children can't give you life. They uh-huh. can't give you sturdy hope. They can't give you worth. They can't give you peace of heart, but God can, right? And so we... We want to look to him, and when we're looking to him, then we're going to have the resources, the provision, the help mm. to care for them and to actually shepherd them um, and instead of burdening them with expectation. So how do we know? That's, that's how he ends this, uh, this chapter. He, he kind of goes through five, um, five things that we, we might do that would indicate that we're uh, looking to our kids horizontally rather than to God vertically for our identity. So first off, he says too much focus on success. What's he, what's he mean? Yeah, I mean it just it, it means uh, looking at our the performance of our children and basing our identity off of their performance. We want them to be the best athlete. We want them to be the best student. We want them to be the best singer. Yeah. Uh, and and so there's this overwhelming sense of which uh, the the goal is to achieve and uh and our identity is wrapped up in their ability to perform yeah and in that case we're often focusing so much on these achievements and successes and and the things they're doing we're not paying sufficient attention to the condition of their hearts to them as as people as individuals uh, second, he says too much concern about reputation. And he's not talking about the kid's reputation here. He's talking about <laughs> our reputation, right? I, uh, I sometimes joke because I really struggle with the desire and I'm in a sense mocking myself, but I sometimes treat my kids as if they were a testimony to my greatness yeah. as a parent or as a human being. And we're all in danger of seeking glory that comes from other people rather than the glory that comes from God. That's right. And that could be wrapped up in their success. It could be wrapped up in their behavior. Their obedience to me, their kindness to others. Uh, Look at how good of a parent I am. Look at how my children don't run laps around the uh, atrium of the church. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or Or do. They do, unfortunately. But third, too great a desire for control. Mm -hmm. If you have 
unabating expectations for your kids, you're going to try to get things out of them and you're going to tend to control. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, this is the parent who has uh, their child's life structured out in a schedule, right? I mean, or that's what it could look like where they have no choice. They, they're not able to make mistakes. They don't know how to evaluate choices. They, he says that to decide between options, to develop a reasonable schedule, to assess their own potential, to recognize giftedness, to discern when they are overcommitted, to learn how to live a healthy life relationship with God and other people, all these things are scripted for them when, uh, when, when parents are over controlling. And so the child doesn't, I mean, they can't function. And we actually hinder their maturity and their learning yes. these things. We hinder their, their growth when we are so afraid of them making a mistake that we, you know, kind of hover over them all the time and, and, and yeah, control everything. Okay. Too much emphasis on doing rather than being. What's he talking about there? Yeah. You know, uh, he says in, on page 82, I mean, this really sums it up for me. What you and your children need is not the glory of personal achievement, but rescue from your bondage to self-glory so that you can enjoy the freedom of living for the glory of another. And so uh, when when we focus on uh, doing rather than being, we're forgetting that it's more important who we are than what we do, right? Oh. Our identity suddenly, it, it's no longer resting in this God who made us, but it becomes resting in our performance. Yeah. And I think the way this plays itself out practically in our relationships with our kids is what do they think we want for them? Like, what do, what do we smile about? Is yeah. it because they won an award? Is it because they got a good grade? Is it because they have friends who like them? All of these things are good things and, and right. it's, it's okay and, and good to want them for our kids. But if that's what they see is primarily lighting up our face when they tell us instead of them seeing, knowing, treasuring God, then things are out of whack and, and they're going to think doing is more important than yeah. being a child of God. What do you celebrate? Yeah, what do we celebrate? That your children. Yeah. That's good. Do you yeah. celebrate humility? Do you celebrate <laughs> right. uh, yes. devotion to God? Do you celebrate love for siblings and for others and, and concern for the interests of others? And yeah. yeah. Uh, and Chat Bettis, the author of The Disciple Making Parent, he, he, you know, he kind of gets at the same point when he asks, like, as a parent, what do you want for your kids? Do you want Harvard? Or do you want heaven? And mm. Harvard, obviously, it, it can be a good goal. It's not that Harvard is bad. It's, it symbolizes this desire for worldly yeah. success and, yeah. and doing, doing, doing rather than being The aiming of the gaze, too low. That's right. That's way too low of a goal for your child. Okay, finally, number five, too much temptation to make it personal. And I think this one is really important for our relationships, the health of our communication with our kids. Mm. And uh, when you are expecting your kids to fill your tank and to make you feel good about yourself as a human being, when they sin, you're going to take personal offense. You're going to feel like you always do this too. You're just trying to make my life miserable. You're undoing everything that I do. Right. And, (laughs) and, you know, the the point he makes is... (laughs) 
yes, they what they do may be a result of sin, but it's not a malicious desire to hurt you. That's it's right. because they're sinners. Right. And so we, we miss the opportunity to minister God's grace to them when we make things personal that aren't really personal. They're not thinking about you at all. They're not. They're not they, um, <laughs> because they're just like you. They're thinking about themselves, yeah. right? I mean, that's that's what I, I say you, not you, Andy, but... <laughs> yeah, I know that... That that I think that's right though, and and so ultimately he says on in middle of page eighty three, the last page of the chapter, when we take things personally, we basically we stand against our children rather than stand with them in their struggle with sin. Right? We make it a battle between us instead of coming alongside of them and in their sin and need, helping them see the Savior. Yeah. Yeah. Any last words, brother, for this episode? Just a rich chapter, and I think probably foundationally is attached to chapter one. And yeah. so, well, stuff. thanks for joining, and thank you for joining in. Uh, we hope to see you next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Shaped Home Podcast, produced by Providence Baptist Church of Raleigh, North Carolina. For more information and resources from Providence, visit us online at pray.org. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts.